welcome back to the podcast. I am Sheila, Sheila Jane of Sheila Jane Co. <laughs> um, I'm feeling really excited to record the podcast today, really juicy, just like percolating with exciting ideas and new inspiration. And man, isn't that the journey of a health journey? I've been doing this for over a year now, um, a year and almost, oh, yeah, a year and a month. Um, and this journey is Mr. Toad's wild ride. I mean, we're up, we're down, we're stalled out, we're chugging with gas, we're falling off the trail, the tracks. A health journey is just, it's like buckle in because you just, it brings up a lot of internal stuff. It brings up a lot of stuff with relationships, with friends and family, mental health, Um, it's good, it's bad, it's high, it's low, it's blah. (laughs) And I'm just along for the ride. Um, I actually don't like roller coasters. I, I mean, I like them when I, I've been on them, you know, I get it. Like I get the adrenaline and I get off the roller coaster and I'm totally one of those people like, let's do it again. But, uh, they're not like, I wouldn't say they're my favorite. Um, But we've got a lot to talk about today. I have ideas. I'm implementing new things for my Weight Watchers health journey. I want to talk about that that I personally think are new and exciting. I want to tap into the WW Weekly Reader that was this week. I thought it was a really good message and I want to share about that and my takeaways from it. And then talk a little bit about what I'm doing um, tonight for dinner and I'm excited and kind of what's going on with that. So, um, you know, uh, that I've been talking about that for a year now that one of my most frustrating parts about the WW app is that there's no way to do notes, like to write little notes down. And, um, I find that, yeah, I'm not the best at journaling, but reflection is really important for me. And if there was some way on the app to like jot down a note of when I reach for a certain food, why I'm reaching for it, uh, what the purpose of that was, how I'm feeling, it might just give my brain some more checkpoints. I need lots of checkpoints in my health journey. And so at one, you know, like three weeks ago, I'm like, I'm switching to iTrack Bites because they have a note option. And then I'm like, no, every time I go to iTrack Bites, I mean, I, it's very tempting, right? Because they've got the way less money cost. I think it's like $30 a year as opposed to Weight Watchers, which is what, like $30 a month. Um, but Their barcode scanner, I mean, there's a lot of things that it takes me a lot longer to find on iTrack Bytes than it's so easy for me to quickly type in and find on Weight Watchers, and time is money. And then another thing is I love the quick ad feature of the WW app, where I can go in and, you know, now that I've been doing WW for over a year now, a year and and some change, Uh, I kind of just know points. And so if I forget to track a little bit or I just want to enter something in quickly, I'm not very good at favoriting food. I know that's an option where you can like favorite your favorite meals. I don't know. But I can go in and say like today, I knew that I consumed 11 points by right after lunch. And so I just quickly went into WW app, went to quick add and then typed my 11 points in. 
But here is the trick. Now, I was on Connect. I'll get to the trick in a second. So I, I, here's how I operate. I swear I get downloads from my higher power, from God, from the universe. And I'll have modes in my life where I am just firing on all cylinders. My creativity is at peak capacity. And I just feel like I've even told my friends and mom and Joe that I'll have these times. It kind of sounds manic, but I feel like I get a download of like, the universe is telling me to do this. And I just want to pour all of my energy into it and make it happen. And all of a sudden with my WW journey in the last few days, I feel this download of like creative ideas and let's make it happen and let's finally like push ourselves out of maintenance. Maintenance is no joke. It is so beneficial. I already sang its praises in my last podcast episode, but just, I mean, I am just going to call a spade a spade. Just prepare yourself, and this is not to scare you because maybe you'll have a different experience. In my experience, it has been so challenging to pull my butt out of maintenance. I am just not having good luck with it and is just stalling out, and the, the number on the scale is inching up, and I just was like, I got to do something about this. Anyways, so my download of, before I get to the tr- the trick that I want to share with you, the download of creativity I had was all of a sudden I was like, what if I just document everything I eat on the connect part of the app? So in Weight, the Weight Watchers app, they have kind of like a social media interface, which you can just access through the WW app. And it's basically like posting on Instagram. You can post photos or videos or just little like updates. And then they do try to like aggregate the content so you can search by topic or join groups or it, it, I honestly have not used it. I think I was really into going on Connect the first couple months that I was in Weight Watchers. And then I really got involved with the Instagram Weight Watchers community and the YouTube community that I just didn't spend as much time in that space. Um, but I thought, what if I use my WW Connect portion of the app as my food journal? What if I take photos of everything I eat, even as monotonous as it is, and I post it throughout the day on my WW Connect part of my app? So if you are in Weight Watchers and you are in Connect, you can follow me. Although if you're already following me, you might want to unfollow me (laughs) because I am strictly not doing this to be glamorous. I am not doing this to get followers. I am not doing this for anybody but myself. Um, It's not like SJBFF's, my private one-time payment community where I like really try to facilitate um, information that I think is reflective and beneficial. And like this week I shared in my SJBFF private Facebook group, my Holy Grail zero point turkey chili recipe that I love and I make all the time. I typed it up and I put it in there. So it's not like that. Like this WW Connect, like I get it if people unfollow me because how many days can you look at a piece of cheese that I post my cheese every day? (laughs) But I thought, what if I use the Connect app? Um, And the way that the app works 
is that you can have your settings set to like see the latest post. So people that aren't following me will be able to see what I post on there. And it just adds this like level of accountability. Um, And boy, when I first thought, thought of this idea, my inner food attic went postal. The inner little gremlin in me, the inner little Sheila in me that just has... Well, I mean, I lived my whole childhood life being in privacy. Nobody knew that I was living in an abusive home with an alcoholic father. Like, my inner coping mechanism and my inner world really feeds off of privacy and secrecy and introvertedness and not telling everybody and just kind of having, like, I think of it as the little girl that that is me that my mom would put out Dove chocolates and Hershey kisses for the holidays. And I would sneak like 20 at a time. And she'd be like, where did they all go? Like I was sneaky. I was a little food sneaker even back in the day. Um, my dad was a food sneaker and he'd eat a whole thing of ice cream. And the next night we'd go to eat it and it'd all be gone. He's well, and of course he snuck tons of alcohol in the garage So um, when I decided that I wanted to try this out, the food addict in me went crazy about even the idea of other people being able to see everything. Even on, so I want to revive my YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel where I was posting weekly videos of a like day in the life of what I eat. And I was... I would say I was 95% honest, but there would be days that I would film that and then like stop filming and it would be late at night and I would go for like a bag of goldfish and I wouldn't include it in the video. So it's not that I'm trying to be a liar or that I'm trying to be, you know, not honest, but I just have a, I'm a food addict. Like that is why I'm in recovery. I... I get, I'm just weird around food and I like having my secret stashes and not having things be out in the open. And, you know, that's when things get mildewy and moldy and dusty and musty is when you keep, keep that all locked up and you don't open up the windows and let people see what's going on. And yes, it's nobody, nobody's business but my own. But on this journey, I'm constantly trying to try, try new ways to um, see what works and see what heals me and gets me uh, out of this food addiction spiral that I've been in for a lot of my life. So, and it was funny. So one post I did, I can't remember what it was about. I think it was yesterday. Maybe it was I posted about peanuts and I'm so used to talking to you gals where I just you get what you get and you don't throw a fit with me, right? I just tell it like it is. I tell you what's going on, all the good, the bad, the ugly, the embarrassing. And so I'm just so in that mode now when it comes to talking about my health journey that I typed up, you know, like a Sheila soliloquy of peanuts, you know, like reaching for the peanuts and the food addict and my food addict was is angry at me. And, you know, like I would talk to you in a podcast. And this woman <laughs> commented, yikes exclamation point and that just cracked me up I'm like she probably does not even know me maybe she does I don't think she does and she probably read that and she was like what the heck is this woman talking about yikes is all she commented that's it 
Um, and I was like, touche. Yeah, it is yikes. It's very yikes. Um, but, you know, I'd rather be honest and open about it than closeted and secretive. So it's already been eye-opening. Um, it's already m- helping me push up against some struggles that I have and really combat them head on. You know, I've talked about my inner rebeller in this podcast and about when I change things, when I started my Weight Watchers journey, it's like the minute I decide to start, that I decided to start it, my inner rebeller freaks out, my inner food addict freaks out and wants to even eat more. The first day that I started taking the photos and posting them, well, this is my second day, so it's only been two days, but um, already I was just famished. I was already just like, I need to eat everything. And that is that inner voice that I've gotten so used to now that it doesn't scare me and I can reason with it. I sit it down at the conference table and I'm like, wow, you are really making me want to eat everything on planet Earth. It's because you're scared. You're scared that I'm going to deprive you, that I'm going to really like cut stuff out and that you're not going to be okay. And I'm just here to tell you we're all good. Just because we're documenting, just because we're taking photos, just because we're showing other people doesn't mean we have to do this forever. It doesn't mean that we're bad or that we're going to get in trouble or that I'm not going to feed you good stuff. And then I just slowly have to like de-escalate my inner freak out. Um, And so when you start to notice these patterns of how your body operates, you're just like, you're back. (laughs) You're back. You're you're screaming at me again. Okay, let's talk about it. Um, And it just starts to be like more consistent of how I handle these um, freakouts. So, um, wow, it's already been eye opening. First, it takes time. You know, that's annoying, right? Like I just have so much to do. We all have so much to do and taking photos and journaling is sometimes the last thing that gets done. It's just, it's, it takes time. And so I just have to have had to kind of accept that. Um, but it's, it's things like, you know, I don't have, and I talked about this today in connect, I don't have goldfish in my house anymore. I don't have pretzels. I don't have, some of these real crutches that I've used to just binge on or eat when I wasn't hungry. And, um, and, uh, I do have peanuts. So peanuts is something I keep around because it's protein and protein. My body responds really well to eating protein. That's why I love hard boiled eggs, love my peanuts, love my ground turkey, and, but what happens is, is that I will kind of, I've, I've done, been doing a lot of guesstimating when I will go into my app and try to like calculate my points. And, um, and so I'm doing a lot of guesstimating. I'm not going to say that I'm going to count one by one every chocolate chip I eat, although I did that the other day, yesterday. Um, but every time I eat it, I have to take a picture and post it. And so it's now added this little tiny roadblock, which is good for me. Sometimes I need these, like I said, little checkpoints where it's like, uh, I don't want to show them that I'm eating peanuts for the 10th time today. <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to show that I'm going back for my third helping of Lily's chocolate chips, which 
what is it, 30 for two points. So it's pretty low point, but it does add up. And I think through my maintenance and getting off my bandwagon of tracking that I'm just letting a lot of behavior slide. So um, last night was interesting. I made my dessert and I have been getting non-fat Greek vanilla yogurt plus my non-fat Fage yogurt. And somewhere along the lines, when I stopped tracking stuff, I just assumed in my, really, I feel like it was my food addict that like talked me into this. <laughs> Can I blame that? That they're like, oh, well, that's Greek yogurt. That's non-fat. It can't be, I mean, if Fage yogurt zero points, that can't be that much more points. Oh, no, I looked yesterday because I was going to take a photo of it and post it, and it's six points a cup, and I, for the last month and a half or two months, have definitely been over doing the um, the Greek vanilla yogurt, and no, it's not, it's not an issue of I'm depriving myself or, Sheila, that's not a big deal. It's just Greek non-fat vanilla yogurt. Enjoy it. It's like, yeah, I get that, but it adds up. And I only get 16 points a day. Um, And I haven't been walking as much as I used to, which I will talk about in this podcast and update on that. And honestly, so like last night, I went, okay, not reaching for that. I got out my Fage yogurt, had sliced strawberries. I mixed my Fage yogurt with zero point unsweetened applesauce, which is my favorite. My SJBFF girls know that that's my go-to. Um, and, and then a little whipped cream on top and it was perfect. It hit the spot. It's like, yes, I totally support the whole body positivity, eat what you want, intuitive eating, go for it if your body's craving it. But I don't, I don't know if this is not politically correct to say, but my body is all kinds of confused. My body just thinks it wants the vanilla yogurt, but I feed it the Fage with the strawberries and the applesauce and the whipped cream, and it's just happy. It's just fine. It's totally cool. So, um, yeah, I think my body just needs me to kind of be self-parenting and guide it towards these choices that it really doesn't mind, and I'm just forgetting I'm not being as vigilant about doing it. So, um and then today, I, I, I loved it. I, I have croutons in the house. So my favorite style croutons are the deli style croutons. And they're blackish brown with like the regular color croutons. And I think the blackish brown ones are like rye bread croutons. And I don't know, somewhere along the lines in this past year, I got croutons and was putting them in my salad to jazz it up. Because I thought, oh, you know, I will binge goldfish and pretzels, but I'm not like going to be eating just like gobs of croutons. So it was like a good fit. But over time, you know, things start to slip a little and my little paw is going inside the crouton honey jar multiple times a day to take out a couple croutons and all that adds up. And someone commented because I did a whole post in my food journal on connect about that. And like, I felt so foolish taking the photo and posting the croutons, but I'm like, this is accountability. This is awareness, acceptance, action, and accountability. And so 
I said, I don't want to be posting pictures of my crouton bag like 10 times a day because I'm reaching in there. Um, so it's been, it's been an eye opening. Like I said, if you want to follow me over there, um, and see what I'm eating, <laughs> I am not a creative I mean, sometimes I have creative WW recipes, but honestly, I feel like I've told you from day one, the success of this program is totally the Steve Jobs mentality where he like wears the same or he wore the same outfit every day. And he swore that that helped him like that was one less thing he had to worry about. And then he could focus on all the other stuff. That's the mindset I have with my Weight Watchers journey. Sometimes I spice it up. I try something once in a blue moon. But for the most part, we are hunkered down, cozy down, locking it this down and stick into our standbys because it just makes life easier. There's so much freedom. Ugh, life is just having some freedom. I can't tell you how nice it is to have things that I want to get done. I reach for a hard boiled egg and then I just get on with my life. Um, I just feel lighter on my feet and just footloose and fancy free. So... Um, let's see here. A thing that I thought about, this is the tip that I was going to tell you about. So a woman on Connect, now that I'm going into Connect, it's actually kind of like a benefit, a benefit, a benefit, because I'm tracking my food. I'm feeling more held accountable, photo journaling it. And then since I'm in Connect, I'll kind of putz around a little bit inside of Connect and I'm reading other people's posts. And it's really, it's really nice for me because it's not through the filter or through the lens of like, you know, the Instagram and YouTube influencers that are talking about Weight Watchers and losing weight. And it's very much sometimes um, about getting the likes and the engagement and, you know, really pushing hard to make it so that they get followers or that they're posting something that's just Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. In Connect, it's like all of that is gone for the most part. Like people are just, you know, no filters, telling it like it is, posting the picture of their food without the glamorous pictures and not making it fancy and just being super vulnerable and honest. And I just like, it's kind of like the wild, wild west of what social media used to be. And I kind of am loving it. But she, um, she posted about this week's topic. And she showed a screenshot of her weekly tracker in Weight Watchers. And she has emojis for, so like she had a heart emoji um, next to a food that she ate, but it had to do with like she gave her kid a hug and that was like so special to her. So she included it in her tracker. And then she did emoji for, um, I want to say it was like a football or something, like she went to football or I don't know. So she was using emojis in her tracker so that when she would look at her tracker, it would stand out of like three things that she was grateful for in the day. And that got my Sheila wheels turning. And I was like, okay, we might not have a notes part of the WW app, but in your emojis, there's so many different emojis to turn to. And I know like they have different color hearts, like yellow, green, red. I could, when I'm logging a food, do a color coded, like 
Green heart means I was in a good headspace. This was a good choice. Yellow heart means like I was hangry or I was, I don't know. And like red means danger. Like I reached for this food. I was in a bad mood. Like I could have a key system of what each of the colors mean, or I could use different emojis for different indications. And then when I'm tracking in the WW app, I could throw in a stinking emoji that would be a signal to me of kind of how that day went and a visual, I'm such a visual person, a visual representation of where I'm at. And even the act of choosing an emoji, I think is also takes it that one step of visual like, ingrained in my brain or a reflection in my brain of what's going on. So I kind of took her idea and I wanted to share it with you because I'm so stinking pumped about it um, to see if maybe that would help you. If maybe throwing, oh, so the trick to this is you have to use quick add, which I know is sometimes frustrating if you just like choose your food. You would have to like know the points of your foods, which I've gotten to know most of them. And then you would do quick add. So then, of course, where you put the title of the food is where you're putting in those emojis. And then you can also type like what it is. So just just to get those wheels turning, if you think that might be helpful, if you need some more reflection, accountability, anything to jazz it up, right? Anything to jazz up this journey that can, you know, I always talk about we need that shot in the arm, the honeymoon stage is over quick in this weight loss journey. And I've learned that I need to just keep putting one foot in front of the other and coming up with new ideas and mixing it up to make it interesting so I stay grounded and focused. Um, okay, so I am back at walking. Yesterday was the first day that I did three miles. I mean, I was up to in my prime this past year on Weight Watchers, I was doing sometimes five, six miles a day. I was in competitions where I was um, trying to get like 17,000 steps a day. And then I had the dreaded chin injury, um, which <laughs> one of my favorite influencers that I love to follow is this gal named Michelle Bell. Do you follow her? I started following her because she does Stellan Dot. And she has the cutest family, and I love her style. She used to do YouTube videos. Um, you can type in Michelle Bell to Instagram, and you'll probably go like, oh, I've seen her. She did a whole um, Instagram story the other day where she got this evil eye necklace from um, the Nordstrom's anniversary sale. And she, a lot of people were asking her where she got it, so she was explaining it. She's Greek, so she was talking all about like growing up um, her yaya, which I think is her grandmother, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, would like really believed in the evil eye. And, um, like she's had cousins that got the evil eye that were like fine on a family vacation or somewhere and then got really sick. And her yaya would be like, that's the evil eye. And she had special prayers and wear your evil eye amulet to like protect you. And I've always gravitated towards the evil eye symbolism. I have several pieces of jewelry with the evil eye on it. Um, and I just love even just the symbolism of like a bubble of protection surrounding me from negative energy and negative stuff. Um, 
So it was interesting for me to hear her talk about it. And when we were on our walk the other day, it hit me. (laughs) And this is all just like a Sheila story that I have in my head. The day that I had my disastrous chin injury, that has been the injury that of all injuries that I'm so sick of, that it still hurts, that I've got asphalt, you know, I think I told you that I had the like pimple and then it was black and then I went to like poke it and this piece of asphalt came out. It's like something out of a sci-fi movie. Just, I just want my chin to heal, to not be swollen anymore. Now I've got this scar, you know, the whole drama with the wedding. The day of that accident, there is a woman in my neighborhood who actually is quote unquote, like I'm putting in parentheses, friends with my mom. She's a very nice woman. And this is the whole thing about evil eye that they talk about. Like you can give the evil eye without even trying to be mean. Like it stems from like jealousy or comparison or a negative thought. Um, but, you know, she, how do I even describe it? There's some things that she posts on Facebook that are very controversial and, um, She's very intense about her uh, feelings. Um, I don't want to get super political. And if you are part of QAnon and in a, in a realm of that kind of thinking, I everyone has the right to go down the path that they want to go down. I personally am, you know, I did a lot of research on all the conspiracy theories that have come up during the pandemic and the election. And... Um, and, you know, in Al-Anon, we say principles above personalities. You are here listening to this podcast. Our principle is our weight loss journeys. And that is more, most important to me. I also, in a personal world, um, have seen a lot of devastation happen because of um, the conspiracy theory route. Anyways, so there's been some controversial posts on Facebook that she's posted and I've tried to, I I never attack. I never come after her. I try to ask curious kitten questions of like, where did you get that information? Here's what I learned. Like, let's collaborate on this. And sometimes it's been challenging. Um, cause some of it is quite frankly dangerous. It's dangerous misinformation and it's hard. It's hard. So I ended up having to block her on Facebook, not because of any of that, But because of another time that she commented in our like neighborhood, I did a post in our neighborhood about something that I thought was um, like dangerous that I noticed when I was out walking that I thought like someone could run into it and get hurt. And her comment to that post I thought was really upsetting to me and like not cool. And anyway, so I was just like, I can't handle this in my life anymore. (laughs) Like bless her, change me. It's better if I just do not follow her on Facebook and we take a distance. Anyways, I'm getting off on a tangent. She never goes out walking ever. In fact, she even told my mom that she refuses to walk her dog in the park because of vicious dogs. So we've never seen her out walking. The day of my chin injury, she was out walking. We talked to her briefly um, in the park, and it was less than two minutes after talking to her that I fell and then had this happen. Now, I'm not saying that she did anything, 
But it was just the combination of my favorite influencer talking about the evil eye. Now I've got my evil eye on my bracelet, got my protection when I'm out walking. (laughs) This podcast is just about my little stories. Like I'm just sharing you my little comedic stories of what goes on in my life. It's not that deep. Like I'm a quirky little critter. It is what it is. I just want to share what's going on in my life. Um, But yes, I do wear my bracelet with, (laughs) so after my accident, I don't even think I told you guys this. After my accident, I got a bunch of charms on this like gorgeous silver bracelet. It looks very chic, very stylish. I sink and got my St. Chris, I got ordered a little St. Christopher's charm. I ordered the Virgin Mary. I ordered the evil eye. I ordered like a symbol of my higher power. I ordered the symbol of my like the triangle of my recovery program. Like I just got this bracelet and I put it on and I just infuse it with all of my protection energy. Um, and it, it helps, it helps. Cause that was pretty traumatic. I still have flashbacks of the sound and just like hitting the pavement. So I, regardless, I haven't been wanting to, wanting to go for walks and walks were so important to me to get those fit points so that I was able to eat a little bit more in the day of things that I wanted. And those fit points have been few and far between. When I was working on the wedding, I was getting fit points because I was running around like a mad woman um, on the property, like preparing for the wedding. But ever since we got our new dog, Opie, Opie's our rescue dog, who's just a delight. I mean he was seriously a gift from my higher power. He makes me laugh. He brings me such joy. I just smile when I look at his little face. He has been through so much in his life and he's had his own traumas. And when I look at him, I'm just reminded like, if Opie can overcome, I can overcome. And I just feel like I have this little compadre that's just along with me on this journey. And he like gets me and he's kind of like dialed in that I'm his favorite person. And He just keeps an eye on me and follows me around and he has just been such an incredible gift. Um, And Opie loves to go for walks. And one of the ways that the um, adoption, the foster mom said to bond my two dogs was take them out on walks because when they're in a pack, you know, on a walk, they feel like they're in a pack and it helps them bond to each other. So I've been trying to do that. I go out on walks um, with myself, the two dogs, and my mom. So she takes Lexi because of my back. Um, Lexi's a puller and kind of a wild woman. And Opie is a dream to walk. So the the motivation of getting Opie out for walks and helping him bond with Lexi and just the joy that I see in him when he's out on a walk was exactly what I needed I've always told you walking is hard for me in general. It's my favorite form of one of my top favorite forms of exercise because it's easy on my body. But um, my anxiety, for whatever reason, kind of kicks in when I'm out on walks. And um, but he has just been such a great, great little walking buddy. So yesterday was my first day that I tracked three miles. I went for two miles in the morning and then one mile in the evening. And I can't emphasize enough, whether it's depression, anxiety, I mean, we are dealing with life on life's terms thrown at us all this dang time. I mean, it's just coming at us. And 
I'm just such a firm believer that what's helped me in my experience on my journey is instead of getting rid of something completely or letting my fear get in the way, I just little by little, okay, so two miles. Oh, well, you used to be able to walk 17,000 steps. There's that voice in me that's just like, do better, that perfectionist voice, like, don't just go for two miles, do three miles, do four miles, do five miles. And I just have to say, no, I'm walking slower. I used to walk at like a 16 pace and now I'm at a 20 pace, but your girl is out there trying to do that, trying to push through my fear, trying to not give up, trying to stay consistent. And little Opie is my little, little light. And I'm so glad. So that's an update on that. Um, the Weight Watchers uh, weekly little reader this week. Let me pull up my app and take a sip of Oh my goodness, you guys, never again. <laughs> I was recording our podcast. I pulled up the Weight Watchers app. I continued to record for a good 20 minutes plus. Finished our podcast Notice that it only recorded 30 minutes. As soon as I went into the Weight Watchers app, it must have cut me off, shut down my recording. And I was like that person on the phone talking to myself. You were not on the other line. And I recorded the rest of the podcast and it was so juicy and it's gone. Oh my gosh. I just... <sighs> Okay, it is what it is. I will um, do a little recap here (laughs) because that really stinks big time um, that they played me dirty like that. They played me dirty. I was just about to tell you about the weekly reader from um, Weight Watchers and how it's about gratitude and um, that, you know, the whole idea of when you have an attitude of gratitude, I mean, they're not using the word gratitude or attitude of gratitude, but I'm paraphrasing. When you have an attitude of gratitude, you're happier. And when you're happier, you make better choices, healthier choices, happier choices, which I 100% believe in. Um, for example, I have been, I think I told you about this. I, for whatever reason, at like around nine o'clock at night, I get this burst of energy And it quickly turns into a whirlwind of me in my office researching, working, and quickly going into like work, work, work mode, which isn't bad, but it gets a little like late night obsessive. And then I just want to stuff my space with snacks and I am just consuming a lot of points and it stresses me out. And if I had stopped and taken care of myself and set a limit of the time that I'm going to bed, I would be able to avoid all of those extra points that I'm consuming. And so I do believe that when I'm in a stressed mindset, when I'm in an unhappy mindset, I definitely reach for food. Food is my comfort. So they talk a lot about that. And that's kind of where the idea came for the notes, like tracking notes, but using emojis in the um, WW app is because the woman in Connect that I found, she was going with this daily or weekly topic. And so she started to add emojis to her tracker 
that symbolize what she's grateful for in the day. So like she did a heart and the heart symbolized that she hugged her child and that made her really happy. And what you can do, the workaround is, which I think we already talked about, but now my brain is so mumbled, jumbled, is you go to quick add. You don't even have to type anything if you don't want, but if you want to, you can. You type the emoji that symbolizes either your, like we talked about, a reflection of where your brain space is at when you eat, or if you want to do gratitude, you would put an emoji that symbolizes what you're grateful for, happy for, and then you would just put like zero points, um, and then you track it, and then it just shows up. You don't have to like attach it to a food that you're tracking. You can just go in and enter that, just put zero points, because it's not going to like obviously change your points for the day which I think is just absolutely brilliant. This opens up a whole ball game for me that I didn't even think was possible with the app and I'm just so happy about it. So for me personally, I think I've shared with you, I have been on this journey. Like I've, I've done my Al-Anon recovery program for six years and my Al-Anon sponsor has been telling me for six years to get in a gratitude habit and practice. She actually sends her sponsor her gratitudes first thing in the morning in a text message. So she has a gratitude buddy, which you could totally do with a friend or a family member. Be like, hey, can I send you a text in the morning with five things I'm grateful for? And you send five back to me and we do it every day. Um, Having an accountability partner like that can be really beneficial. But I've just struggled so much with having a practice of it. And I think it's my perfectionist yet again that thwarts me where it's like, oh, well, if I'm going to sit down and do that, then I'm going to write a journal entry and I really should do this. And it's just like, then it becomes too overwhelming and then I just never do it. So recently I have noticed that I am addicted to social media and that I will wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is grab my phone and I go right on Instagram and Facebook and will often spend way more time on those apps than I have time for in the morning when I could be like getting my day started and hitting the road for a walk or whatever. And most of most days I feel a little tense, a little agitated, a little grumbly. And I do think that there's some comparison going on. I'm following a lot of influencers recently, bless their hearts, like They hit the influencer space at the right time. They're making buku bucks and they're like all moving into these mansions. And I'm really enjoying, you know, watching them, you know, build these houses and all the decor and they're all like building these farms and it's fascinating. But they're also has and they're also women that I am not mad at or anything, but they They put on their makeup, they do their hair, they look put together. I really struggle with that sometimes. So there has to be, you know, first thing in the morning, I'm getting bombarded with maybe lack and what I don't have or that comparison mindset. And that has to put me in a certain frame of mind for the rest of the day. So what I've been doing for the past week that's been going really well is I wake up in the morning, I pick up my phone and I go straight to the journal app on my phone and I do my gratitudes first thing in the morning. So I have an app called OneNote and I pay for the premium version. And inside of OneNote, I have multiple like journals. 
um, that are organized or categorized. So I have my gratitude journal that's just for my list every day of my gratitudes. I have my prayer journal where I can go in there if there's something specific I'm praying for or on my heart. Um, I have a what if journal where if I am really an insanity of spiral thinking or obsessing about a problem or something, I go in my what if, what if journal and I think of the exact opposite to every scenario that I'm freaking out about in the positive and that kind of helps me de-escalate. I have a self-parenting journal in there where I like do reflections on how to self-parent myself. Um, anyways, I've got lots of different journals and so I pull up my gratitude journal and I, I first thing when I wake up, I'm immediately centered in me and what's going well in my life. And it has been a game changer. At the end of like, I'll do my gratitude, my prayer, I'll read a daily reader. Um, and then uh, I will set my timer for like 10 minutes and do just social media in that 10 minutes. And it's huge. It's been so beneficial to me. Cannot recommend that enough. Um, so yeah, and then I love this idea of the emojis. I think that would really work within the Weight Watchers app. I just love, I talk about this all the time, like any ways that you can infuse that like new, creative, exciting, new habit energy into the weight loss journey or the health journey is huge because um, it can get stale real fast, which... <laughs> I talk about. So that's kind of the weekly reader of, um, you know, life on life's terms. We've got a lot coming at us. And if we can, you know, if, if we, if I think of my brain as being on a path, it is my default to take detours into more of the dark woods, the dark alleys of my mind, the dark forests of my mind. And so I'm really trying to entice my mental brain to detour and turn off into the sunnier roads, the cozier roads, the happier roads of thinking um, that are smoother and kind of more delightful. Um, and it's just all a daily practice and all a, a habit that I have to create um, as my default versus the other. So what have I got going on tonight? I feel like I'm deja vu. You, you're hearing this for the first time, but I am telling it to you for the second time. Um, okay. So tonight is Joe and my one year wedding, like anniversary. We've been married for one month, which, oh my gosh, maybe my higher power is looking out for me because I just remembered something that I didn't tell you in the first recording that I would have completely forgot to put in here. And I just remembered it now. Bless, bless. Um, I, I typed up a blog post all about my wedding. Um, I know some of you had reached out to me and you wanted to see pictures. I got pictures for you. I packed that stinking blog post with as many pictures as I could from the wedding um, and some juicy reflections about what I loved about my wedding, some links. So if you are interested in all, you know, you listen to the wedding podcast, but you kind of are like me and you're a visual person and you want to see it, um, if you go to SheilaJane.co and remember my name is S-H-E, like she, then I-L-A, Sheila, S-H-E-I-L-A, Jane, J-A-N-E, Sheila Jane Co, C-O, dot, and then com. And on my, um, the homepage of my website, you'll see 
it'll say blog and you can go to that post and see all the pictures. And I would love you to leave a comment because, you know, unless you're in my SJ BFFs, I don't get to talk to you on a regular basis or unless somehow we're talking in private messages. Um, and I love connecting with you and it should be pretty easy to leave a comment on my blog post. If you want to tell me about your wedding or just anything, like leave a comment on that blog post and I'll try to keep my eyes peeled for that. And that would just make that so fun. So it is our one month anniversary of being married. And for our wedding, Joe's aunt got us one of those really hot commodity pizza ovens that everyone's talking about. Um, I want to say they're called Unagi, which is that from friends. Like if you have Unagi, Ross had Unagi, but it's not that it's like Uhani or Unagi or something. Um, but they're basically these portable pizza ovens that get really hot and they give you the experience of pizza ovens that you would experience at like a very gourmet restaurant. So this was like an incredible gift and we're so stoked because that means we can entertain people outdoors and be able to make them like gourmet pizzas. So Joe's going to set it up tonight. I've got my self-rising flour, my Fage Greek yogurt. I'm going to make two ingredient pizza dough. Um, we, I'm going to have ham. I've got pineapple, olives. Um, he's going to pick up some fresh basil. So we're going to have fun with all the toppings and it's Friday night and I love Friday pizza night. And you know that if you're married to a first responder or you're with a first responder, you don't always get the normal Friday, Saturday, Sunday because their schedule is all, all over the place. So to have him here on an anniversary and on a Friday is like a really big deal. So we're going to make pizzas and then we're going to plan out our garden. Like if there's any seeds that we want to order, um, because it's going to be nice weather through like November. So we can still plant several things. Um, and then I have, I am really into flowers as well. I want to learn how to plant peonies and it's like all my favorite flowers. So we're going to look at that. Um, we're also keeping a garden journal, which I've set up where each week we can type little entries, um, about what's going on in the garden so we can look back and like know what worked and what didn't work. But so I send Joe a text. He's got a little ADD or ADHD. He's very easily distracted. So he likes when I send, like he asks for this. He is happy to go to the store, pick up stuff, but he wants me to send him specifically what I want so that he doesn't forget or get in trouble and get the wrong thing. <laughs> so I have had on my mind the special dessert that I want him to pick up. I've told you, I think I've told you about crumble cookies. Our little county doesn't have a lot of exciting chain stuff going on. It's kind of like podunk. We don't you know, we don't have chain anything really, except for a few fast food restaurants. So he, we got a crumble cookie, which I am hearing is all the rage everywhere. We just got one and had it as a treat after our wedding and it was so good. So I'm going to be thinking about throughout the year when I can alternate between my C's chocolate little treat that I get for special occasions. And then now I'm like wanting the crumble cookie. But then we also just got a Nothing Bunt Cakes. I had my first Nothing Bunt Cake, I want to say like 10 or 13 years ago when I was teaching and a parent would get them, <clears throat> excuse me, for the staff room for like 
teacher's luncheons. Um, and I took a bite of that frosting with that velvet, red velvet bundt cake. I know some of you don't like this word, but it was the most moist, carby, amazing textured in my teeth flavor with chocolate chips. It was just like heavenly. The town that I used to live in when I lived in the Bay Area, Silicon Valley, was Los Gatos, and they had a nothing bundt cake there. And so occasionally I would get it. I just, it's been on my mind. It's like, of all the cakes, I love pies. I think pies are fantastic. But these bundt cakes are just out of this world. If you know, you know. Um, so I have to send Joseph really specific directions because Joseph is the kind of poo bear that will go into the grocery store. So he'll go to the grocery store to buy. This was like before I was on my health journey. And he'd want to cook me dinner. And I'd be like, okay, great. So he'd go and he'd buy the stuff. And then he'd bring home like a baguette and brie cheese. And he'd make this appetizer where you like toast the bread with butter and garlic. And then you melt the brie I mean, you melt the brie cheese on top. It was out of this world. It was like unbelievably delicious. And we'd, we'd chow down on like 10 of those, 15 of those, and then have this big steak dinner. We were in love. We were newly dating and it was like, I'm not going to, you know, put a hissy fit because he's cooking this. But he goes to the grocery store and he'll get excited and he knows how to cook like a few things and then he'll come back with like a cake, a baguette, the brie cheese. I'm like, I can't, I just like can't do this right now. So he appreciates when I'm very specific. So let me pull, oh, maybe it was when I pulled up the text message that I lost my recording, maybe I shouldn't pull up the text message. But I was like, I said something to the effect in the text message of like, do not go overboard and like big capital letters. Because Joe, if I didn't give him the idea of what I had in mind, he would go to Nothing Bunt Cakes because I did send him the directions and he would see all the flavors. They would probably hand in his little paw a taste sample because I think they do that there of the red velvet and the chocolate chip and he'd eat them and then he'd be like I want one of each and he'd come back with 10 bunt cakes and like eat it all and it would just be too much so I have to send him specific directions do not go overboard and so I said get the buntinis I sent him a photo because I don't want him to get confused with like the mini bunts that are the size of like a little bit larger than a cupcake I want the buntinis, which are like mini cupcakes, like tiny little things. And I told him the flavors. And so he's taking this mission very seriously. (laughs) Um, But that's what we're going to enjoy for our anniversary. And just such gratitude I have for Weight Watchers and this health journey that I can enjoy these treats, enjoy these nights with Joe, and then, you know, not go overboard, but start fresh tomorrow. And I'm going to be on this journey for the rest of my life. So... I have plenty of opportunities to get back in the grind, start again. Um, And so, yeah, when we get off the phone, that's what we're going to do. Pizza night, bunt night, Friday night, excited. Um, Yeah, I just am thinking of you. I love you so much. Um, I heard someone say, maybe it was in Connect, that they wrote that they were going to start on Monday. And I've been there. I've, I've been there a lot. In fact, just a few weeks ago, I said that because I was really desperate. Like, well, maybe if I really just set a starting date, 
I will kick myself out of maintenance and like get some momentum here. But honestly, like even this week, you know, I just started on Wednesday doing this food journaling. I was at 194 on, on, was that Tuesday, which is the highest that I want to go in my maintenance before I'm really getting into some dangerous waters. And so then that day I started the food journal or the next day I started the food journal and connect. And it's like, I am such a firm believer of just start midweek, start in this second. You know, obviously if I'm noticing that I'm beginning again and again, and each minute is a choice that I'm making like a naughty choice of my health journey, like that's something to look at. But the occasional slip up, the falling off the wagon, it's like I'm such a believer and like don't wait till Monday. I'm so glad that I started this tracking and this journaling on this week in the middle of the week. And this has been such a weird week. I accidentally, I don't know how I did this, but I started tracking. So last week when I went to track a day, somehow I had skipped to this week. And so I started tracking in this Wednesday and it got my points all mixed up and everything was all out of whack and I just really messed it up royally. And the old me would have just been like, oh, well, can't track my points, can't use the app, I messed it all up, I'll just do whatever. But I just didn't do that and I just started you know, I knew that my fit points were going to be all messed up, that my weekly points were all messed up because I had mistracked in the wrong week. And I just said, I'm just going to take each day at a time and track within my 16 points. And I know that if I go over into like 25, that's normal for me. So bottom line is just like, begin where you are, begin after this podcast, begin every single second and make it happen um, and start now. That's what I'm going to do. Um, so I love you so much. I'll talk to you later. Bye.